Welcome back to the Total Focus Podcast. I'm your host, Paul. Our special guest this week is the current Ms. Pennsylvania 2020. Victoria Pickett is on the show. What an incredible person, as you guys will all learn about. Someone who has gone through physical adversities and is now on the upswing and has taken those adversities and maximized and has now been able to excel at the highest level. This is someone that even though she had physical disabilities, was able to start a business, win a national title as a teen, and now is on the on the prefaces of winning a national title with USA. I hope you're inspired because I was through this interview. So please stay tuned. Our sponsor of the week is Mid-Atlantic Video and Photography Productions. No matter if you need a photographer or videographer, they are the team to get the job done. So if you need a photographer for a wedding, headshots, or a special event, they are the team. And no matter if you have a wedding videography or a commercial or some kind of special video project, they are the team to get the job done. So make sure you mention to reach out to Mid-Atlantic video and photography production for your next video or photography project. And welcome to the show. Hi, thank you so much for having me on. Oh, it's such a pleasure to have you on the show, Victoria. I I have such a um, strong connection to the state of uh, Pennsylvania. Um, oh, but yeah, both of my parents are um, born and raised in Pennsylvania. Altoona and Hazleton. Um, oh, I had a lot of family from Altoona. Yeah, so I, I have a very strong, very strong uh, connection to Pennsylvania. So That's I awesome. consider you at absolute, even though um, I live in Maryland, you are a sister, like sister state, but I consider your sister state in blood too. So, uh, I love um, that. yeah. So, and I really do adore the state in, in general. There's, there's a, I, it's a great state because on one end you have like a big city environment and very, right. um, I would say democratic. And then on the, uh, on the far West side, you have a very, um, Republican, very, um, right. kind of like bill to the bones and the, the, the cities kind of reflect those two. And then in the middle you have very much of like small communities. It's a very interesting right. state. It's, I, I understand what, yeah, and I understand why a lot of people use that state as a bellwether to um, elections because there's such a, a nice variety oh, wow. of, um, you know, of how those um, states vote, how Pennsylvania, if Pennsylvania right. votes a certain way, it's a great, so. I, I definitely agree. There's a lot of diversity in so many different ways in Pennsylvania, and I think that that is why it's such a swing state. In oh, elections, yeah. um, there's so many different types of people and different types of areas all within one state. So it's very unique. Now, are you a native Pennsylvanian? Yes. I have never left the, the town that I was born in. And where, where's hometown Pennsylvania? I'm from Irwin, Pennsylvania. It's, okay. Um, yeah. It's a little bit east of Pittsburgh. Mm -hmm. So I consider myself being from Pittsburgh, but I'm a little bit outside of it. No, I mean, 
Hey, as long as it within the boundaries, you're you're in you're, <laughs> you're in the key state, as they call it. So that's what we say too. <laughs> so, well, um, as everyone knows, Pennsylvania is a very competitive pageantry and modeling and acting uh, state. Yes. Being so close to New Jersey and New York, um, so what was the initial thing that got you in on your path to being? Uh, Miss Pennsylvania USA. Um, did you did you want to do pageants right away, or were you more interested in doing acting or sports, or are you more affiliated when you're younger doing um, a playing an instrument? Well, believe it or not, I got my start in pageantry because I am an opera singer, um, and I was going to pursue vocal performance in college. And when I was about 13 years old. I had gotten a letter in the mail from the system National American Miss and, you know, inviting me to compete at the Pennsylvania State Pageant. And I begged my mom <laughs> to let me compete for the next about three years. And she always said, you know, no, let's let's like try something else. And eventually I convinced her because I wanted to pursue vocal performance. And I said, you know, they have a talent competition, how great would that look on my college resume and applications if I placed in the talent competition, the statewide competition? I think that would look fantastic. And she was like, you know what? I agree. Let's give it a shot. You've been asking me for years. <laughs> I know you really want to do it, so let's try it. You and, know, you, um, there, there are so many people that have mentioned that that letter in the mail yes. has made such like – that letter came exactly at the right moment. Like, Absolutely. Like, I guess they send it to people right there at the age of, like, 11 or 12. And, like... Yeah. I, I had always watched Miss USA and Miss Universe on TV, but I had never, I mean, even thought that that was something that I could get involved in. I would have had no idea how to do that. It, it seemed like it wasn't for, you know, regular people. I always looked like, those are people on TV. Like, those are big professional models. Um, and it wasn't something that I ever saw as a reality for myself until that letter came in the mail. That was the turning point for me. I was like, oh my gosh, like I'm actually being invited to compete in a pageant. So that was really the starting point for me. And once I went, I competed, I was 16 years old and I competed at, um, it was National American Miss Pennsylvania Junior Teen. And there was about, I want to say like 113 girls, I think it was, that were competing that weekend. I was just going for the talent competition. I was having a great time. <laughs> First pageant, trying to make friends, do something new. And I ended up placing third runner-up in the talent competition, but also placing first runner-up in the overall pageant. Um, talk about I'm talk about coming. Away. Yeah, talk about coming and like, um, putting everything all at your first pageant. So right. uh, kudos for you for was, doing that. Thank you. It was just a really crazy and great moment. Um, my family and I were celebrating like I had won because <laughs> we weren't expecting. Well, rightfully anything, so. Really. That's a huge yeah. accomplishment. And with no past experience and, and None. no um, specific coaching or anything, like did you just, no, you just watched I, the previous like miss miss americas or miss usas or yeah and i had i attended their um the national american miss training session that they hold um 
And so I had an idea of what the state pageant was going to be like. And I just practiced questions with my mom and, and my family. Um, I, I look back and I'm like, wow, I had no idea what I was doing. <laughs> and I, I cringe when I watch, but, uh, but you know, sometimes you just need to jump in the deep end, you know? Yeah, absolutely. And you'll figure out how to swim along the way. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. I, so that really started the fire, um, inside of me to keep competing in pageants. It was something that I quickly developed a passion for. And I, I really kept coming back. Did you feel um, like vindicated, vind vindicated that like your opera singing was like definitely like top notch that you did so well with your talent that like you knew you were on the right path with that specifically? Um, I I knew that I wasn't like the best opera singer in the world, uh, but it definitely helped with my my stage presence and my confidence growing up. I remember specifically in seventh grade, I was absolutely terrified of public speaking in any way, shape, or form. And I have a quick little story. I was chosen to stand in front of my classroom. It was only like 20 kids. Stand in front of the class and read a short story that I had written. And my voice shook so bad that people thought I was crying. And <laughs> halfway through, I actually faked losing my voice to get out of reading the rest of my paper. <laughs> oh, you're such a girly girl. Like, oh, I fainted. Oh my God. I, I like, I started talking like this. <laughs> <laughs> and I had my, my teacher read the rest of it, but I knew that if I was going to do that, I had to commit. So I turned on my acting skills and I talked like that the rest of the day. And I even carried around a little sign that said, lost my voice, can't speak. And I was committed through the rest. Whoa, of that's it. like another level. Like that, take the bit, as they say in wrestling, take that bit to to the end, to the back of the room. You know, yep. I'm, I'm not gonna, I'm not that. gonna, I'm not gonna tell anyone that that's a fake. You know, <laughs> that was good. I mean, I mean, that's that's taking it to the next level. You know, are you I sure you should committed. go into acting? Yeah, <laughs> it was. <laughs> I guess it was a good acting moment. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Um, when I started, once I, I threw myself into pageants, you know, for National American Miss, two out of the three competitions were speaking. It was private interview and then on stage personal intro. So I had to get over that public speaking fear really fast. And definitely going into those situations and the competitions and the different pageants really pushed me and really had me overcome that public speaking fear and really boosted my confidence. So I think that was another reason that it kept me coming back is because I just felt finally confident in my own skin. I was able to own who I was and I really had to, to dig deep, especially for the interview competition. And I really just found a sense of self. Well, yeah. And uh, I'm, I'm sure you found more confidence and, and really found a stronger person out of it too. So yes, absolutely. And I was, this is kind of, <laughs> digging um into a very long backstory but no I, we love here at the total focus podcast we <laughs> love deep stories and be no. honest the, remember there is a girl out there that is 13 years old that right. that is that wants to be you right now which is crazy <laughs> like i know you're gonna say something like, no one wants to look up to me but like no there is a 13 year old girl that wants to be you now 
So like I actually just posted on um, the Miss Pennsylvania social media pages. I found a picture of me when I had won um, in 2014. I won the National American Miss Pennsylvania teen title. And it was my first pageant title ever after three years of competing. And I found a picture of me and the reigning Miss Pennsylvania USA at the time, Valerie Gatto. Um, I went to watch the state pageant and I found this picture of me with my NAM sash and her as Miss Pennsylvania USA, the two of us together. And I just reposted that because I was like, you know, it's so cool how life comes full circle that the girl standing on the right at 18 years old is now the girl standing on the left in the Miss Pennsylvania crowning sash six years later. Um, Persistence, hard work, you know. Yeah, absolutely. I said I was really proud of myself for for pushing and never giving up on my dreams and really thinking and dreaming big. You don't always have to be the person uh, next to the superstar. You can be the superstar. Exactly. uh, You know, helping the next person along. And then they can take a photo. Then they, they can take a photo, you know, with their title with you. So. Right. Absolutely. Well, and one of the, the main reasons um other than opera uh, one of the other main reasons why i continued and went into pageantry is because growing up i had suffered from two invisible illnesses um one of them being eller stanlos syndrome which is a connective tissue disorder so i was basically born with it and my body doesn't produce enough connective tissue so my joints ligaments skin, blood vessels, everything is a lot looser than it should be. And because of that, I also had developed a condition called postural orthostatic tachycardia syndrome, or POTS for short. And basically what that means is since my blood vessels are so loose, the blood would pull to my feet when I sit or stand for long periods of time, causing my heart to race and, um, Really, it was like I was constantly running a mile, so I would always be nauseous. Dehydrated was such a huge thing for me, dehydration, um, and a bunch, an array of other symptoms and side effects. And because of that, growing up, I couldn't really participate in the normal activities a person my age at the time would. I couldn't do sports. I was kind of physically exercise intolerant because I would get dehydrated so easily. Um, I, I learned to sing because I had always loved to sing and perform and to pursue that I couldn't stand up and sing because singing takes so much air out of you and I would get dizzy and lightheaded. So I would actually have to sit to sing and in all of my high school, uh, choir concert photos and videos, you'll see all the kids standing on the risers on the stage and then you'll see me in the corner sitting in a chair <laughs> because I couldn't stand to sing. And that I'm, kind of I'm crying right here because that's so sad. <laughs> because I, I, I get the impression, and maybe this is because I, I, I as a photographer, I work with a lot of very gorgeous women that like to be mm-hmm. shown and like known. So I would assume okay. that like just to be the awkward person as well as be like the cute girl that, doesn't get to like stand and like sing really proud that's <laughs> gotta be like like i just want to stand you know like i i'm yeah, assuming was, am i wrong am i like going in the wrong direction for me it was just like those small goals like i just wanted to feel normal i felt so isolated um completely alone because i didn't know anybody at the time going through the same things that I, w- I was. A few years into it, I did meet some friends that were suffering from the same conditions, and we really connected. 
but I didn't really have a role model to look up to. I didn't know anybody in the media that um, was battling something similar as me or came out the other side. And my, my life consisted of just doctor's appointments constantly. And then, you know, the reason why they call it invisible illnesses is because when you look at somebody, you can't tell that they're suffering. They look completely normal. And that was something that I really struggled with as teachers, kids in school, the administrators also struggled with the fact that I was sick because they would look at me and I would look and talk completely normally. Some days I would have great days and I'd be able to participate in gym class and other days I'd be really sick. It just changes so rapidly. And, and um, it was really hard for people to understand that. And so I just always felt so alone and, and so isolated. And I really tried to focus on the things I could do instead of focusing on the things that I couldn't do. And that's why I really dove into singing and made it work for me. And it was something that I loved to do. And then I was able to take that love and put it into pageantry. And I was able to push myself physically for those three days at a time that a state pageant would be. But I knew that I would be kind of suffering for it afterwards from pushing myself physically. It got to the point where I had a home health care nurse that would come to my house every two weeks and administer IV fluids so that I would be able to function. So I would load up on IV fluids before pageant week and go and compete and then come home and go straight to the hospital to to get more um, just to be able to function. So oh, you're like was, a you're like a um, uh, uh, like a science experiment and just plug you know yeah. just plug, like <laughs> I, and, and I. I'm really like, that's, that's not a way you want to live either. Like, you know, right. And it was really hard for my parents with having a child going through all of that. I mean, my mom, when she thinks about what I had to go through, she like can't even talk because she starts to cry. Yeah, of course. It was just, it was just hard and it was painful for everybody involved because especially as a parent, I can imagine that you just want the best for your kid and all you want for them to be is healthy and happy. So it was, it was tough all the way around. Um, but I'm really blessed that uh, after years of, you know, slowly building up my, my muscles and lots of trial and error, I'm in a really healthy place now that I've really overcome, I want to say, the conditions because I don't experience the symptoms and side effects anymore. So I'm able to live. Well, that's really good. Life. Yeah, I'm able to live the healthy life that I do now. And, and I've kind of taken um, the platform that I've been been given as Miss Pennsylvania USA and I'm trying to use that to really spread awareness of invisible illnesses and, and inspire people that may be struggling. It, it's very um, I know that the cases you have are very rare but there are two young ladies in Maryland that have very similar cases they are both pageant girls. I don't know if you're familiar with either of them but I, I definitely will make an effort to connect you but one, yeah, one is actually in a wheelchair now and she has that oh, wow. heart, her heart, her heart races if she like stands for a while. Yep. Uh, mm -hmm. And then the other young lady has the, the, um, the muscle where they, it doesn't. Um, so she's had to have um, um, an insert to make sure that her back doesn't expand. So that like, so, yep. so um, when you said that, I was like, oh my God, like I, like, it's like crazy that you're going through that and and i'm so thankful that you're able to function because they're really struggling so i definitely right. i need to 
to connect you three together? Yeah, please do. Um, because that. like you were saying that you, people that are, that know about it, know how to like, you know, it's very people, people, some reason, some reason they can't relate and see that you're hurt. They, they, they think like you were saying, they think that you're okay. And you know, right. And that was what was really tough growing up because yeah. there were days that I was perfectly happy and normal. I was having a great health day. I could go out, run, play, um, do whatever. But the next day I might be flat on my back in bed. And it, it was just really tough for, you know, everybody to understand or relate to. And, and I was bullied a lot in high school and unfortunately bullied from a lot of my teachers as well who tried to, uh, you know, I guess – hold me back in a lot of different ways because they thought that I was lying or trying oh, yeah. to make things up for retention. And mm -hmm. high school was a really big struggle for me, but I really found my sense of self and friendship um, and normalcy through pageants. Do you think that if going, same, going through the same situation, if you didn't have pageantry to go back on, are you on the same path? Are you still being successful? Or do you think that you would have per, um, gone backwards and maybe your health wouldn't be in good shape? Maybe you wouldn't be in a good spot? I honestly can't even imagine where I would be right now without pageants because I feel like everything in my life has stemmed from me competing in pageants. I mean, I run my own women's fashion company called White Elephant Boutique. And the whole reason I started it was because I was involved in pageants. I had won an international teen title, the, the system International Junior Miss. Um, I was the 2015 international teen. And throughout that entire year, I was traveling constantly and always in need of new clothing. And, you know, you need that, that fun little in-between outfit, not something too dressy, not something too casual. It's that in-between stuff that you needed a lot. And it's really hard to find. Um, and I was finding it because I guess I had, you know, a, a natural sense for fashion. I don't know. But, um, well, you must have if you started your own clothing company. So well, kudos to you for that. Holders, thank you. Um, other girls, they would message me and, and ask to basically buy the clothes off my back once I was done with them <laughs> because they couldn't find these pieces either. And I had started modeling at the Atlanta Apparel Mart. Um, because of pageantry and it's this big building in Atlanta there's about 15 floors it's just showroom after showroom and the prom and pageant designers and bridal designers will go there and debut their new lines each season but also the boutique fashion brands would be on the lower levels and debut their new lines and so on my breaks I would run down there and look at all the new fun clothing that would be coming out for the next season I and mean that sounds really exciting like and it was, is that it was crazy is this all tribute to winning that that national title as a teen yes a lot of it is for wow. sure and um and i as i would run around that whole building i would see all these women of all different ages shopping for their boutiques i mean women were carrying around infants shopping and and i just thought it was the the coolest thing and i knew that i wanted to be a part of it and so i went to my parents with the idea of opening my own online boutique um, and especially because I was having so many health struggles at the time, I didn't know that I would be able to hold a real full-time job working for somebody else. And so I was like, if I start this online um, fashion boutique, 
that's something I can do out of my house, out of my bed if I'm sick. I mean, it's just on my laptop, on my phone. Um, and my parents, both of them, their whole career lives were in retail. Um, and my brother, he is a software engineer. So he offered to help me put up a website and do all the techie stuff. So you literally know. had all the pieces <laughs> yeah, like and I knew in your back, in your backyard. You just need, you just need to put them all together. Right. And that's, <laughs> That's what I did. And I mean, these, these are, Landmark, yeah. I knew where to get the clothing. Th these are all these, you know, you know, I need an expert in retail sales. Mom, I need a, <laughs> I need, I need a web designer that can really do great SEO and, and drive truck. <laughs> hey, bruh. Yeah. Yeah. You need to, yep. you need to, <laughs> you need to do this, you know, well, now we that's started, awesome. Yeah. It, it's been a crazy journey because I started that online boutique out of my dorm room at the University of Pittsburgh um, right before I had to medically withdraw again because I was fighting so many health battles. And I started it out of my dorm room just to see what would happen, see if I can make some extra money at it. Um, and I just quickly kept growing and growing. I started to do pop-ups around the Pittsburgh area. And a year and a half in, I stumbled upon my first space for a storefront. Um, and now we're almost, I would say we're three and a half years in, a little over three and a half years, and we now have two brick and mortar storefronts in Western Pennsylvania and ship worldwide. So I really don't know where I would be without pageantry because my whole career now has really stemmed from that 2015 year winning that international team title. Um uh congratulations like <laughs> i mean i don't mean I, I i don't want anyone in the usa to ever take this the wrong way but who needs miss usa i mean you're already a success congratulations <laughs> i mean like this is great i mean seriously winning miss i i really the, the, i take the the usa title above anything like 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 winning the world series is a big thing just like right. so that like right so for you to hold the title of miss pennsylvania usa like that's almost as good as Miss USA because right. you have your business in Pennsylvania. So like, like even if you, even if they don't have the pageant and they just decide, you know, you've already won because you have this, <laughs> you have this for life. You know, you know, you can be right. 60 and be like, yeah, I was so beautiful. And these are my <laughs> wonderful stores. You have to come, you know, and I'll help well, you win. I'll help you win. Commuting for Miss Pennsylvania USA, I mean, I never thought that I would physically be able to compete because when I was in the throngs of my health conditions, I was exercise intolerant. I was not able to live a lifestyle that is necessary to compete in the system and, you know, be in the swimsuit competition. It was just not a reality for me. Um, and I kind of had accepted that. I would go and watch and support my friends and and um, I even, during the grand opening of my boutique, I had the Pennsylvania title holders come for a meet and greet. And uh, and I just kind of had accepted that that was, you know, my life. <laughs> and it wasn't it wasn't in my cards. Right, right, not in but the cards, right. Okay. Once I I found this newfound health, and I, I started to um, actually get sick from the IV fluids because I didn't need them anymore. I was pushing all this fluid into my body, and my body was like, no, we're good. Um, and so I tested it for a long time and I had just come to the point where I felt so normal and didn't have these, um, side effects and health conditions that were really limiting me and I could live my life. And so I 
kind of took that in stride and was like, you know, this is the time I can do this. I can work out. I can do what I need to do to prep and compete for Miss Pennsylvania USA. I have no idea what's going to happen. This is just kind of a dream of mine that I never thought I would be able to do. So I'm going to do it. And just whatever happens, happens. But getting on that stage in the first place is a dream come true. And I competed first for the 2019 title. And I placed second runner up, which I was just floored. <laughs> I was over the moon. Um, and I was like, I'm going give to give it one more shot. I came super close. Why not try it one more time? And I did. And I won this past year, which was just, I mean, you could see in the pictures of my crowning moment, they announced the first runner up and my head whipped to the audience and my mouth just dropped. <laughs> It's that's like the that's best good. To come out of my pageant career because I was in total shock. It was just the best feeling. It, it, I always, I always find it much more um, humbling that the person doesn't think that she's going to win, and then when they do, <laughs> when they do say it's her name, then it's like, like, like yeah, yeah she should have. She is the one that should win because, in all honesty if you're so cocky that you think you're going to win, then maybe <laughs> you're not going to like really be there for the right things because right. what people like what people that are not pageant people are inside 90% of the job is you going out and doing public appearances and giving right. people hugs and giving autographs and doing interviews and like, you know, and if you're not there for the right thing, you know, you need to represent right. your community. So. Absolutely. Absolutely. And that's why I, I, I always just said to myself, you know, like getting on this stage, no matter what happens, you're here to fulfill the dream of just competing. And also if, if I could spread the message of um, raising awareness for invisible illnesses and maybe inspiring another girl to do the same, then that's a win for me. I was accomplishing what I set out to do. And if I came home with the title, then that was just a cherry on top. But ultimately, it was the goal of inspiring others and raising awareness because I was actually misdiagnosed multiple times. They thought I had um, a condition that I did not have. They put me in treatment for it, and it almost killed me. So my my big um, the big thing that I wanted to accomplish is just to raise awareness so that people didn't have to go through the same struggles that I did. I just wanted to take one second from this great interview and talk about our sponsor of the week, Mid-Atlantic Video and Photography Productions. No matter if you're planning a wedding, a special event, or you just need an amazing headshot, they are the team to get the job done. You can reach out to them at 443-422-3830. Again, that's 443-422-3830. Or you can go just go right to their website at mavpp.com. Now let's get right back to the show and listen to this great interview. I really do want to learn about the beginning. So coming out of that first pageant, you do really well. Um, yes. All right. So what, in your mind, what what are you saying to yourself? So you've, you're saying that you got the itch. What definitely said, I'm going to do this system? Like, that was one of the questions I always, I get from um, my clients that are going to do their first pageant. 
what's so specific about that system that you went back to? It sounds like you went back to it several times until you won a national title. So do you feel that that system was just really good to really just practice or you don't see it that way at all? I think that um, starting in national American myth system was such a great thing, especially for me, because at the time I was, you know, 16 years old. Um, I was not into all the glitz and the glam yet. Definitely did not want a swimsuit competition at the time. And their focus was about the girl, what she has to offer, what she brings to the table and being naturally you. And that's something that's really appealing for someone that's just starting out in pageantry. And I think that I really felt that message, especially at the state pageant. I, in those three days, I made a ton of new friends that I still keep in contact with and go out to dinner with if we're around each other um, and text each other. A lot of them even shop for my boutique, which is really cool. <laughs> um, and so I made a ton of friends and I just had so much fun that weekend. And then I came out of it placing first runner up and placing in the talent competition, which I mean, was again, just a cherry on top of an amazing weekend. And I had never experienced anything like that before. And I knew that I just wanted to come back to have that feeling again, meet new people and just have fun. And that's what I did. And I, I came back two more years. The next year I was, uh, I moved up into the teen age division. And I'm always someone that's, that's up for a challenge. I'm always trying to challenge myself. Um, and so I think I liked the fact that it was competitive, but it was competitive for yourself. I mean, pageants, yes, you're competing against other girls, but it's kind of out of your control. It's a panel of, you know, five to 10 people and their opinions, and you can only do your best and the girls around you are going to do their best and you just have to applaud each other um, and make friends in the process. And the competition really is within yourself, just trying to keep pushing the envelope and doing the best that you can. And I, so I really, I absolutely agree with you. I absolutely agree yeah. with you. I think it's a perfect way of teaching someone how to, to be selfless and to try and care about other people by right. also trying to be competitive because usually right. you say the word competitive means to be adverse against someone and like being butting heads and this is right. one where you're not because there's a third person in the mix. So Exactly. You're just competing with yourself, really. Um, and I liked that about pageantry. And it was something, because I couldn't do things like competitive sports, I felt like I was still doing something competitive. <laughs> um, and that was something that I enjoyed. But I finally came back in 2014. I had just graduated from high school. And I gave it one more shot before I started college and I had won the Pennsylvania team title and I just bawled my eyes out on stage. Cause again, I, I'm always under the impression that I'm like not going to win. <laughs> and, um, and I was just floored and I ended up going to nationals, which was in Anaheim, California. I had never been to. Well, that's really like, cool because they've been doing yeah. in Florida for the last couple of years, but that's way better. California is way yeah, better. Well, I have never been past like, Chicago. So I had never been anywhere on the western half of the country and to be going to California was like a dream come true. And um we got to go to Disneyland. Um I got to tour LA 
And again, at the end of the week, um, I was just there again to have fun. It was a national pageant, never expected to go. And I walked away with first runner up at the national pageant. And uh, again, I was just completely floored. And when I got home, I had a, a DM on Facebook um, from a woman, her name's Vanessa, and she was the state um, director for International Junior Miss for the Pennsylvania pageant. And she had direct messaged me and said that she saw me, she watched me compete at National American Miss, and they currently didn't have a Pennsylvania team title holder, and they wanted to know if I would take the title and compete at internationals. And I was like, heck yeah, let me do another pageant. <laughs> um, well, so hey, you know, give me my two, uh, I'll take my two uh, teen uh, Miss Pennsylvanias, ching <laughs> Mom, mom, can you, can you cover that, please? That's what I was like, hey, dad, um, ah. so I know we just got back from California, <laughs> but, um, and so the and then did, you, did you do the traditional, like, you know, twist the hair, but you know, <laughs> would you, you know, this one's in Florida, you know, don't you want to see both, don't you want to see both <laughs> Disney worlds, you know? Well, this, this international pageant, International Junior Miss, was in Virginia Beach at the time. So I was like, you know, we could drive. It's, um, I, 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 they're giving me the, the state title. I don't have to compete at stage. I just go to internationals, um, have fun. I'm not going to win. Uh, and then I get there and win. So <laughs> it was kind of crazy. Um, it was a whirlwind year. And I had... I went to the international pageant. There were like over 50 girls from the United States and some other countries around the world. Again, I was just going to have a good time, be myself, um, spread awareness, you know, use my, that platform. And somehow I walked away with the international team title. But now uh, looking back on it in, in retrospect, is that how you felt winning uh, USA Miss Pennsylvania too? Yes, like, were absolutely. you in that same kind of mindset that, like, you know, I'm just here for fun? Is that is that how you thought about it? That was definitely um, my first year in it. I, I was like, you know, I'm doing this to fulfill a dream. I never thought that I would be here. I have no idea how I would even place. I don't even want to think about that. I just want to do my best and really take in the whole experience. And once I competed in 2019, or it was 2018 at the time, and I got second runner-up, that's when I was like, oh, I might have a shot at this title. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to do it one more year, go big or go home, going to give it my all, see what happens. And I won. Um, so I'm still in shock that I'm actually Miss Pennsylvania USA and going to Miss USA. I don't think that will feel real maybe even when I'm there, I think once I'm like walking on stage during the competition, it may feel real, <laughs> mm -hmm. but we'll see when we get there. Well, I'm, I'm going to be like brutally honest and because I try to be that way this way with all of my friends and I consider mm -hmm. anyone who works with me or is literally, you know, uh, I've interviewed them, my friend from a photo perspective, like there was always, you're always going to be there. So from that like Aww, the camera thanks. really no, but like that's a really crucial thing for USA. The the camera has to like you. So from that right. perspective, you were always like in it to win it. Now the Aww, other things that you. yeah, the other things that you know go into it are all things that are 
I honestly haven't seen you um, compete in person, so I can't really. Right. But those are all things that you can work on. But like, right. Just from the photo perspective, you were always in. So if you wanted to compete, that I'm just saying from like, if you want to compete, you could you could have you could win it, you know. And it sounds like those ups and downs and valleys that you finally got yourself to a situation where you were at the peak of both your health as well as your right. confidence that like, right. I mean, and, am I, am I hearing you right? Cause that's, that's exactly how I perceive it. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I was, it was the right time uh, in my health and I felt like the right time otherwise in my life. I, I gained a lot of confidence from pageantry in general and having that experience but also now being a successful entrepreneur, a female entrepreneur running these two businesses, um, there was a lot of confidence that, that came with that. And I thought that I really brought something unique to the table as a young female entrepreneur. Um, and I guess the judges kind of saw that too. And, and it stood out. I mean, I get it just having a short conversation. You, I can tell that you're really driven and you, you, you. you have like, like you, I can tell that like your conditions were very like traumatizing to you, the way you expressed it. And definitely yes. it sounds like to me also that I, I have always had a severe reading writing disability. So I can very much uh, relate to people not believing that, that right. I can do something. And because you look at the person he, he or she looks like you were saying normal. Um, right but they can't relate. So I, I can understand that and relate to that very well, but I don't have a medical condition like that. So that's totally, so to me, you know, it sounds like, you know, you, you have all those, um, intangibles. It sounds like if you're, as long as you're on a good day and, and you can, there's, they're really, there's, it's very hard for someone to compete against you. So, I mean, well, and, and now I'm really blessed to, to not have those health issues as a problem in my life anymore. Um, but when they were, it was, you know, how I said, I, I like to be competitive and competitive with myself, but I almost took that as a challenge when, when people were like, well, no, you can't do this or no, we're not allowing you to do this or no, physically you're, you're not allowed to do this. I took that kind of as a challenge and I was like, you know, watch me. <laughs> and so that's kind of where the drive for pageantry came from. I mean, physically, I probably really shouldn't have been competing. It always set me back. Uh, but I took it as a challenge to say, you know what, I am going to do the things that I love to do. I will make it work. I will find a way because it was either do that or kind of wallow in the fact that I was sick and sit on a couch and live my life sick. And I was not about to do that. So I took it as a challenge and, and pushed myself to, to make the best of what I had and try to do everything that I still thought and wanted to do. I, you know, I'm not a doctor, but I definitely, um, I've, I've worked at a gym for like three years. So as a salesperson and one of the things that I've always heard and seen personally that if you don't use your body, you lose it in right. some sense. So like, Absolutely. like I would encourage anyone, even if they have a medical condition, do something because your body is a muscle 
And so right. it says, you know, and your brain is your biggest muscle. So like clearly you're, you've, you've maximized your capability of like not many people in their early twenties alone starts their own business. So like you were maximizing right. those capabilities and, you know, and you've definitely, it sounds like ever since overcoming your medical, you've really maximized the physical. So it sounds like, right. you know, like your outlook is very bright. And well, like my mom always, um, she, she laughs cause she said once I, once those health conditions were kind of a thing of the past for me, um, it was like I was trying to make up for lost time. I was trying to do all these things at once <laughs> that I couldn't do. And, and um, like I'm running a store and I'm, I'm also still competing in pageants and, and I'm singing and I'm you doing don't, all this stuff. But and, I don't, I wouldn't blame you. Like, right. Cause I, I would, all, I would say that you, to me, it's like um, you've been held back and like now, now you're jump, you're you're a uh, bunny rabbit, and you're just jumping all over the place. Right. <laughs> you know, that's pretty much it. And you're trying to make up for time. Do you ever feel like um, you don't have enough time to live all the things you want to do? Like, or do you feel that like you're not putting any expectations? Like, did you have things you wanted to do that that you weren't able to do because of any kind of physical, or or do you think that even though the you've tried to accomplish all of those already. I think that there were definitely things growing up. I, I totally envisioned my life completely differently growing up and, and wanted to be on Broadway and, and wanted to be a performer. And that wasn't in the cards physically, but I also have a very strong faith and I believe that God has a plan for my life, has a plan for your life and everybody's. And, um, it's going to play out how God wants it to play out in your life. And so even though I might've had these things that I wanted to accomplish or thought that I wanted to do, I know that I'm living the life that I'm supposed to live and I'm on the path that I'm supposed to be on because it's God's will. Um, so I'm really, I'm really happy with, with where I'm at in life and what I'm doing. And there are things that I try to make up on time for, but I don't really feel like I missed out because I feel like this is the life that I was given for a reason. And I think that with the platforms such as Miss Pennsylvania USA, I think I was given those platforms to really make a difference and raise awareness and inspire. So if I didn't deal with the things that I did growing up, I don't think that I would necessarily be in the same position that I am today. Well, I hope my listeners express the same thing I'm going to express to you. You definitely sound inspiring to me because like not that many people um, go through the um, trials that you've gone and then uh, mm -hmm. are so successful. So kudos for you to have gone through all that. Thank you. I appreciate it. I just wanted to take one extra second and talk about our sponsor of the week. Mid-Atlantic Video and Photography Production. No matter if you're planning a wedding and you need a wedding videographer, you're doing a music video, or you're doing commercial, they are the team to get the job done. You can reach out to them at 443-422-3830. Again, that's 443-422-3830. Or you can go right to their website at mavpp.com. Now let's get right back to this great interview. All right, so this is the part of the show where 
I love I, I let my lovely guest uh, take over the show for a couple minutes and talk about any specific sponsors that are, are wonderful that she should tell the whole world about, as well as um, her lovely uh, platform, which is so important. And then, absolutely, why don't you plug your store too? Because we yeah. we, we want we want people to, to definitely shop at your store, you know, because just because it's COVID time. <laughs> They can definitely order stuff online, so. Yes. Yeah, so with my um, my boutique, it's called White Elephant Boutique. Love the name. Love the name. It's spelled a little bit differently. It's W-I-G-H-T after the Isle of Wight in England. Okay. So um, it has nothing, so- has, has nothing to do with the Philadelphia A is that, us- that used to play in, in Philadelphia. <laughs> No. Okay, because they they're known for they. If you're not if you're not a baseball fan, they started in Philadelphia and they have this white elephant that's on their side of their. It's their, oh. like their third logo and it's a white elephant. So oh, how fun. Yeah. So I'm sorry. Go ahead. So <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm just a I'm just a ring of random facts. You know. <laughs> no. Hey, those are awesome. Oh, I didn't know that. So you learn something new every day. <laughs> uh, but our website is wightelephant.com. Um, we ship worldwide, so we can really ship anywhere. But if you're in the area, I have a storefront in Irwin, Pennsylvania, and in Greensburg, Pennsylvania. Um, and we have buy online pickup in store as well, which is really cool. We do new arrivals every week. Um, so there's always something new, something fun. And what I really try to do with a store is make sure that everything's a little bit different, fun, unique things and styles that you're not going to see everywhere. And, and you're going to feel like um, it reflects your personality. Everybody's different. Everybody's unique and, and can own that. And so that's what I try to do with the clothing in the store. So um, if you how does that, that? I hope that you find that out soon. Yeah. <laughs> how does that work? being the national the state title uh, uh representative for usa and owning a clothing store do you have girls flocking to like get like to have like a one-on-one with you or like <laughs> no seriously like 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 i don't know because i would assume that if i was a young girl in 13 14 and i'm looking up to you like you're telling people that like i own the shop so like are they coming to like try and, and like take photos or and, like get and, and you know like like honestly like do you have that issue right now? Um, Which is yeah. not an issue. It's actually you know the, if they spend money with you, please come. Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well it, I mean it's really flattering when it does happen. There we have a, a really large um, pageant following, which is great. And so there are a lot of girls that come in with their different pageant titles and and shop the store. We also sponsor. Um, different pageant systems and we sponsor Miss America so my friend who's the current Miss America Camille Schreier um, we sponsor her and she wears white elephant clothing to her events and appearances and you know virtual appearances right now but we've also done meet and greets with Miss America so we had Miss America 2018 Cara Mund come to the store and we had Miss America 2019 Mia Franklin come for a meet and greet so there's always a ton of pageant girls that come for those events which is really fun um, and then they come and shop, you know, regularly. And if I'm in the store, I love to talk with everybody. Um, but right now I'm not really at the stores a lot because <laughs> I'm focusing on prepping for Miss USA and, and fulfilling my Miss Pennsylvania USA duties. 
Well, uh, we can't get you here, sick either. You know, that would that's be the worst. Also true. <laughs> you know, yeah. I, I I don't want to tell my. I, I want to say my listeners. If you guys get her sick, you know, you unsubscribe, okay? Because we don't want to get Miss Pennsylvania sick, okay? I'm being very careful. Please, um, I'm being I'm serious. Sorry. Like we we can't have you like getting sick. I hope you yeah. in a big bubble. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I've been staying at home, doing everything virtually, and that is what's great about still having everything online um, with the boutique because I'm able to work from home and and really do a lot of my responsibilities from my desk. So that's still a nice part as well. And then um, your platform, you know, like, yeah, what's your key thing that that clearly it, it's because you're just a driven person, but <laughs> I, I'm sure that's not the the civic platform that, but I mean, if I was a, if I was a judge, not like you gave me your ten minute spiel, to me mm-hmm. it definitely sounds like you're really motivated. So I would definitely put you in that person that like I would feel confident that if you represented the nation or the state, and this is why I believe you probably won in the interview. You probably did really well in the interview because of that, because you come <laughs> off as yeah. really really motivated. Like my best friend has won two Miss Maryland titles. She won USA and America. Oh, and wow. one of the things that I think they keep on saying in the judges, and I hear the judges, that you're doing something already. Like, you're not going right. to win the title and do it. And it, I, I get that there is a reason why you won. And I think a lot of people that haven't won a title, they're waiting to win the title to do it. And the thing that right. you're doing and, like, my friend's doing is that you're already doing it. So that's why it's so more important. Right. I agree. And, and that's something that, um, I have made a really big point of in my life, even before pageant titles or, or Miss Pennsylvania USA. Um, since 2010, I've been a youth ambassador for the dysautonomia youth network of America. Um, and POTS is a form of dysautonomia. So I really took that in stride and tried to do as many interviews as I can to spread awareness and, and different fundraisers. Um, and now as Miss Pennsylvania USA, I, actually started a hashtag called hashtag see the unseen and what that was meant to be is really a platform for people to share their stories of the invisible struggles that they face and raise awareness but also create a community of support and encouragement because I know how how lonely I felt growing up uh, because I didn't have other people that were going through the same thing I felt very isolated, and so I wanted to use this platform to make sure I really um, combated that, and I created hashtag see the unseen and encourage everybody to use that hashtag, share their stories, um, and try to connect with people and inspire others to do the same. Now, are you going to collect those stories and make it into some kind of, like, like tribute, like, um, and, like, really spread those stories, or... Um, how you are you going to cultivate those at all? Yeah, I would love to do that. Um, right now, I'm just in the process of encouraging people to get out there and, and share their stories and connect. Um, but once we have a bunch of stories, I would love to really feature them um, in a way that everybody can can really be inspired. Well, yeah, I so I would encourage everyone that is directly um, connected to that to definitely. Um, do the hashtag and tell the story and um, you know if there's anything I can do on on my end to help you facilitate that 
um, please oh, reach thank out. Because um, there's got to be that. something because, you know, building that content, but then we need a way to like show it to people. So right. if it means, if it means like, you know, reading it and then showing the slide and like, you know, or interviewing like a couple people from the best stories or whatever, um, it, you know, some way to really push that so that it goes yeah. beyond just that hashtag is so important. So, right. I absolutely agree. Totally. So I got to ask some hardball questions. Okay. So, okay. okay. <laughs> they're, they're just passionate questions. They're hardball, but, um, so, <laughs> um, one, do you feel that all of the success that you have at what I call the top level is really tribute to all of the work you did at the beginning uh, these pageants that don't have a national television and you know you, you did win a national title um, so did, do you think the success that you have you know at these levels um, really contribute to that or do you think that um, it's just a simple thing of just reputation like 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 a baseball player the, the, if he's a good athlete as long as he continues to practice his swing, he'll he'll make it, no matter if he's going to play in the minor leagues or not. No, I, I definitely think that, that they had a hand um, in that because really pageantry is about celebrating you and who you are. Everybody's different. All of, um, all of the state title holders for Miss USA are completely different people with, with different experiences and interests and platforms. And everybody won their respective state title um, because they're themselves. And I feel like the experiences that I had in other systems really made me into who I am today. And that's really what pageantry is all about. Well, yeah, I, I agree with you. And I think that um, if you can't celebrate yourself and and find find what makes you so special, then, you know, you got to do something that makes you feel special. If, if it's, if it's not sports, then playing an instrument or something. Right. right? Absolutely. Um, all right. So now I got to ask the Corona, Corona questions. Okay. okay. So <laughs> they just, uh, cause I've interviewed a couple of your colleagues that I, I've had opportunity in the last couple of uh, weeks to actually photograph, um, Delaware, Delaware teen and Maryland teen. Um, oh, awesome. so, I, um, because a lot of uh, the Maryland teen told me specifically, that like she's been like literally in a bubble like no one's even asked to uh to photograph with her so um oh, wow. yeah so and it's totally because in my opinion it's because of corona because i think a lot of people right. are just um so how do you feel are you feeling like um because i i know for a fact that they haven't announced unless i mean i haven't talked to them in a week so maybe i'm wrong but Am I correct? You still don't know where the pageant is, right? You don't know if it's going to be with the teens either, right? You don't correct. know anything, right? So yes. does that put you for a loop, like, like for you to, like, train? Or, like, are you just trying to stay positive? Because, for example, Miss America has officially announced that they are just going to give all the girls the title for 16 right. months, and they're just going to compete next year. So, like, right. what are you thinking? I think that with preparing for Miss USA, you have to be ready at any moment <laughs> for them to make that announcement. I know that in previous years, um, 
some of the girls maybe only had four to five weeks notice of when that they were going to leave and where it was going to be. So that's kind of something that I expected going into this year. I didn't necessarily expect it to be this long <laughs> until I would compete. Um, but I think it's just, it's still remaining in that mindset that Miss USA is going to happen at some point. Um, and you just got to stay on top of things and, and be ready and, and keep doing what you were set out to do, which is to be, for me, it's be Miss Pennsylvania and spread my platform. And, and in that way, it'll help me to also be ready um, to compete at Miss USA. And going back, I still think that um, I was given the title this year for a reason. You know, I said I have a really big faith and faith in God. And, and I believe that this was his path um, for me and my life. I may not know the reasons yet um, as to why I won this year, but that's the really big driving force that keeps me going is the the thought and the idea um, and the faith that I was given this platform and this title this year for a reason. So to compete on a national level on television, is it more a mental thing right now personally or is it a physical um thing because you know you do need to have like kind of a window to understand when you need to be at your maximum because you can't be cutting weight or or trying right. to be at your bikini level maximum all time otherwise you like your body will start shutting down right. so <laughs> like seriously like you know so like how do you mitigate that because i have my friend uh adriana you know i remember her several times where she would go on those cleansing things and you don't want right. to drink those cleansing things forever you know right. but you know she looked fabulous you know going into the usa i mean like right you know yeah i think that it's it's both it's definitely physical and mental especially when everything was shut down during quarantine there's always those temptations to just sit on the couch and eat whatever and not get up and exercise. Um, but I feel like quarantine also made me physically, but also mentally tough because there were no um, certainties in life. Everything is so up in the air and it still is. And you had to, to find that strength, that mental strength within you to stay positive and keep going and, and keep on the right path. So I tried to make the most out of it that I could. Um, I turned the garage into a makeshift gym. <laughs> since I really? The gym. That's yes. awesome. Uh, so did you buy? <laughs> did you buy some weights or what did you do? Yes. Okay. Because I bought um, a total gym. I I don't know if you. Oh ever... yeah, we have one of those. Yeah, like yeah. so, like um, and I actually had a light fitness gym, um, treadmill. So like oh, I had. Nice. Yeah. So. Like, was, is that effective? Like, so if, if the girls yeah. out there are listening, is, do you think that is worth the money? Like, or is that more of an emotional thing? Like, it, like you need to use it. Otherwise you shouldn't buy it. Um, I think that, I don't know that you necessarily need to spend a bunch of money buying equipment. I know that there were, there were girls that were using, um, like water jugs and heavy bottles from their kitchen as weights. And that's definitely something that is going to work. Whatever you have around the house, if it's weighted and you can hold it, that's perfect. It has weight. <laughs> Just because it doesn't say five pounds on it doesn't mean that it's not going to work. 
So you can definitely use the things around your house. Um, for me, it was something that I wanted to invest in and try to um, really make sure that I had what I felt like I needed to help me prepare and do my best. Uh, but you can definitely use things around your house, like water jugs. <laughs> so no, I agree with you. No, um, there's plenty of uh, stories about wrestlers using uh, cement and using um, yeah. gallons of milk and like, you know, making, you know, cement, you know, um, bricks. Um, so, right. you know, hey, you know, what, whatever is your your strongest weight. I mean, there's got to be a way to um, to figure that out so you can challenge yourself. So. Yeah, now's the time to get creative. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Do you, um, what are, what are you finding a good thing to work on? Are you doing more squats or lunges to work on that core for because of the bikini and long, or do you doing more yoga and long stretching or because it sounds like you're doing a lot of weight training. So, yeah. Um, for me, weight training is something that I just really like to do. Um, I feel like I worked out <laughs> if I use weights. Um, I hate running. I, I hate cardio, but I think that's everyone. Well, come on now. Yeah, I think that's that's pretty across the board. Um, the funniest thing is that I mean, I, at least I think this is pretty funny. I do have an elliptical in the gym or in the garage in the gym. <laughs> in my garage, it's a gym, and, right? You just need to put um, your little plaque. It, you, it's a private gym, you know. It's Victoria yeah. only, right? <laughs> right, exactly. Um, we do have an elliptical and to be able to just like mentally get through 20 to 30 minutes on the elliptical i have animal crossing for the nintendo switch and i would prop my nintendo yes that's awesome on the elliptical you're so animal smart <laughs> now okay it's the only way i can get through like 30 minutes on the elliptical but that game is so long how far are you like are you like pretty far in it because you can't really oh. win the game like you you basically no, i'm not far at all okay <laughs> Because I mean, are you good? Are you good like fisher? Minutes at a time. Exactly, but are you like a good fisherman? Do you fish? Oh like... yeah, I love to fish on there. I just okay. caught a great white shark the other day. And okay. Was okay. <laughs> see, you're not just you see, you're not just a pageant girl and a and a and a, and a realist, you know, and a, um, a a clothing salesperson. <laughs> you also, you know, you're a gamer too. See, you're multifaceted. Yeah. Oh my gosh, I grew up on um on Super Mario. I love everything Mario. Oh really. That's yes, awesome. Nintendo, Nintendo was my childhood. Have you gone to the New York Nintendo store in, in Times Square? Yes, I have. It was so cool. I went in high school for um, a National Honor Society trip. We got to take a trip to New York City, and that was so fun. Yeah, um, it's, a, it's a fascinating place. So. Oh, yeah, totally. <laughs> well, I, I, I asked you for an hour of your time. You were gracious enough to, to do that. And I, I don't want to <laughs> hold you too, too much longer. So I just want to really wish you the best of luck. I really appreciate you, you telling uh, um, my lovely uh, listeners your story. And I hope they're inspired by the, uh, your story as much as I am. And I, I can see why that you represent my sister state and uh, <laughs> I'm very proud that you represent my sister state. You, you are Aww. clearly a wonderful person. So, you know, if Thank they, if so they much. can just have the pageant, I think you'll do very well. <laughs> so I would be very excited for you to be Miss USA. So Aww. I really hope that, 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 that happens. So I'll definitely Thank be rooting you. for you. 
Um, that means a lot. I no, really no, that. no. And like, like I said, your photo, I, I looked at the photos, your photo stands out. So you're, you're in Aww. good company. So, um, you know, <laughs> just stay you. positive. I, I, it's a very weird like situation. Um, right. It's so, definitely not normal, but <laughs> no, it's not. So <laughs> it I just hope you're, I just hope you're not in permanent limbo. I, I hope that you do yeah. get to compete this year. So I do too. I'm holding out for the best. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for coming on the show. And when you come, when you win Miss USA, please, <laughs> um, I know we'll have to go through their PR, but please, right. I hope that you will come back on the show. Thank you. Oh my gosh, absolutely. If I'm given that honor, I will definitely be back. Victoria, wow. Thank you so much for coming on the show. Um, from my perspective, this is clearly the reason why you were picked to represent an incredible state. What an incredible story of adversity and just working hard. And you represent all of the qualities that anyone that is looking for someone to represent a state and really put things back in you work in the state of pennsylvania you 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 own businesses you're you're employing people um and then on top of it you're doing everything you can do to represent the state during this very weird situation i can't really think of anyone else that is doing that that i've interviewed I mean, very kudos to you for doing that. Um, and uh, I really do uh, am thankful and I really appreciate you coming on the show and telling us all about these experiences. And, and I really hope you the best. I mean, I think the other girls should be very scared and be trembling because I think that uh, you're pretty good competition for them. So um, I look forward to seeing you win and uh, i hope you do and um and i hope that there's a competition to watch i just hope that it's under uh better circumstances and hopefully less cases and i really hope that you're safe um i I would be absolutely devastated horror to know that that you got sick during the competition so i will definitely be praying for you that said i want to thank all of my incredible listeners for just um all the incredible positive tea constantly listening and commenting thank you so much as you guys all know um as you guys are being dedicated listeners we also have our movie rue show with my incredible co-host yvonne carlos so please continue giving us ideas for movie reviews and we will get back to you soon Don't forget to like and subscribe and comment both on iTunes and on YouTube. And as always, please stay tuned.